Hello and welcome. I'm G. I'm M. And, and we're, we're the Baseball, Baseball Brothers. Brothers. Join us for facts, stats, and opinions. This is the G&M Baseball Show. We're back. So tonight we're gonna talk about um, the past free agent signings and trades that have happened this off season, and um, go over where we think the top free agents who haven't signed will sign. Okay. So first, let's start with the big guys, the big free agents. Alrighty, and probably the biggest of them all, JT Romito. Mm. Well, because he's a catcher. Yeah. Yeah. It, Most it, it's, it's, it's not often that you get somebody who's the best yeah. in the game at their position on the free agent market. Okay, he's the most value. He's not the best. Yeah. He's the most valuable player on the market. Yeah. But honestly, mm. right now, it's looking like a two-team race for, for He hasn't to had to a ton of pseudos. Not like everyone else. There are rumors. Yeah, the Mets all. were linked to him. But they signed James McCann. Yeah. Um, and it's looking like Phillies and Angels to me. Okay. And I'm really thinking he's going to re-sign with the Phillies. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go with the Angels. Because the Angels really need pitching. And I don't think they can afford to get Real Muto and Trevor Bauer if it comes to that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think Real Muto re-ups the Phillies. Okay. The Phillies, kind of the they had some doubts earlier this off season, I think, yeah. um, about who they could resign if they had money, if they, but. But yeah, they're becoming more certain about Real Muto. They're becoming increasingly optimistic about their chances of re-getting him. Okay. Yeah. So. Um. Let's go to Marcel Ozuna. Okay, I think Ozuna resigns again with the Braves. I think it was Braves or Cardinals. I didn't see much team getting interested in him. He seems like yeah. a great fit with, with the Cardinals, but they didn't really seem to be uh, chasing him. So I think it's going to be the Braves. Um, he had a great season with them last year. Yeah, and Ozuna, a free agent last year as well, he, he really wanted to return to the Cardinals, apparently, and they didn't re-sign him. So... They could re-sign him this offseason, but they are budget-cutting. They lost money this year, yeah. and I don't think they're going to re-get Ozuna. So it just seems like the Braves. Yeah, the and Ozuna was a perfect fit in that lineup. He, he made it a monster top four with Acuna, Albies, Freeman, and him. Yeah. Um, so on to Trevor Bauer, who won the Cy Young Award this year. Um... Earlier in this offseason, I think he wasn't getting a lot of hype. Um, well, a lot of... Well, I think he seems to keep changing his mind about... Um, he asked... He was... About, about what kind of deal he wants to sign. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was looking for deals in Japan, too. Um, well, I don't know how to say it. It's just... 
he's been a little uncertain about everything. There's, yeah. He's never really been close to anyone with a... Um, but I think it's going to be the Angels who get him. Yeah, I think Angels would be a good they fit. Need they need pitching. They, yeah. they need Bauer. It would definitely fit well. I mean, I don't know if he... Yeah. If he doesn't want to go there, he won't. <laughs> yeah. But fit-wise, I think it's it's a good fit. Yeah. All right, let's see. We've got um, George Springer, and I think he goes to the Blue Jays. Okay. Um, they were um, in... they The Blue Jays came up in rumors about Springer and LeMahieu, I think. Yeah, and Bauer. Bauer they, too. They've been in Bauer rumors and Marcelo Zuna rumors. They were also so in Lindor actually rumors. So they've been in a lot of rumors. Yeah, and um, they haven't really backed that up yet. They're looking for a big guy, and coming into this offseason, everyone ex- was expecting them to um, get some big guys. And, yeah, I mean, s- supplement that young core. Yeah, people are talking about how great they're going to be because they're going after all these good guys, but, but they, they haven't, haven't done it yet. yet. Yeah. So, I mean, wait until they actually do it before predicting them for the next five World Series. and. Um, yeah. So they haven't done anything, that, but maybe Springer will yeah, be Yeah, we, we do think they will eventually latch on with Springer. Make a splash, but... Yeah. And there's one more top free agent, and that's DJ Lee Mayhew. And honestly, I think he re-signs with the Yanks. Yeah, they were pushing hard for him um, in the early offseason, and then he said he was frustrated by how slow they were going. Yeah, they were kind of slow. I mean, everybody's being slow, but he wanted a quick resolution to his offseason. He's not getting it. Yeah, so he was looking at other teams. So I think yeah. there's maybe the little possibility that he's not going to the Yankees, but before it was like 95%. Now it's still like... I think it's a high percentage that yeah. he's going all, to... All, all winter, it seemed like inevitable that Lee Mayhew would return to the Yankees. I think it's yeah. still inevitable. may take a little bit longer time, but he said he loves New York. He played beautifully in New York, um, and it, they're a perfect fit, Lee Mayhew and the Yankees, and I think it's just a matter of time before they join up again. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's get into some free agent signings that have gone on since we last. Let's see. We update. mentioned the first, um, Francisco Lindor with um, uh, Blue Jays. Well, he got traded. Yeah, big Huge trade. Huge trade. Breaking news: Francisco um, Lindor and Carlos Carrasco to the Mets. Mets. For, for Ahmed Rosario, Andres Jimenez, Josh Wolf, and Isaiah Green. Um, okay, so pretty solid return on the whole, I think, for one year of Lindor. For the Indians? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jim- I think so. Jimenez is good. Rosario is a former top prospect who seemed to be putting it together a little bit a little while ago. I'm not worried about him. And the other two are prospects who could mature and become part of Cleveland's roster. Yeah, I mean, for maybe losing Lindor in a year, um, I do think they'll try to get an extension. Yeah, and and Lindor has said he's open to an extension with the Mets, but he won't negotiate during the season. Okay. So. So he'll want to probably see how the season works out. Um, 
yeah, he, see how the games play and how he likes New York. Yeah, well, he, he's open to an extension before the year begins. Okay. But he won't sign during the season. Um, Maybe it has to do with the stress. Like, he all through this season, he was... People thought he was going to be traded, so maybe it has something to do with that. Yeah, well, his um, policy has been for the last couple of years, no extension talk during the season with the Indians and now the Mets. He he wants that stuff to be done in the off season. Yeah, and I mean, that makes sense. He wants to yeah. stay fresh for um, the season. And so, I mean, if they extend him, it's looking for a pretty good... I think it's a solid deal on both sides. Yeah, because the Indians, you know they were not going to extend Lindor... And yeah. they got... They're not 2016 Indians anymore. Yeah, um, they got a good return for one year of Lindor. Yeah. And the Mets, maybe they gave up a little bit too much for one year of Lindor, but if they extend but they Lindor... Might, but they might get more of Lindor, so yeah, neither so, teams lose. Yeah, if, if the Mets extend Lindor, it's a win-win for both sides. If the Mets don't extend Lindor and they still and they win the World Series this year, it's still a win-win for both sides. Yeah. Um... So yeah, big yeah. trade. Um. All right. Um. Phillies sign Archie Bradley to a one-year, six million dollar deal. The Reds non-tendered him earlier this offseason, as they would have had to pay him four point three to five point seven million. Okay. And they didn't want to pay that. So Archie Bradley is famous for his two-run triple in the National League Wild Card game <laughs> in twenty seventeen. In twenty seventeen. Yes, that was awesome. That was his good year. Um, 173 ERA and otherwise, 73 innings. He hasn't been... Yeah, he, di- he did have a 295 ERA this year across the Reds and the Arizona Diamondbacks. And, um, co- hey, kudos to Philadelphia for trying to improve that bullpen. Yeah. Um, um they, they were in Hendricks, um... They were being looked at Hendricks, who actually signed with the White Sox. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute. Yeah, yeah, just a minute. But, um, um, the Phillies, they traded for Alvarado from the Rays, Jose Alvarado. They're signing um, uh, Bradley. They got Sam Coonrad and Neftali Feliz and Michael Noah. Um, they also brought in Ian Feliz Hamilton. Feliz and you Noah um, minor league deals. Yeah, but this is... Yeah. I don't know. Um, Archie Bradley hasn't been that great. I mean, other than the um, great 2017, 2017 campaign, he so I mean he could always do that again. Yeah. I don't know about this. It seems kind of cheap. His fastball did go down to about ninety four miles an hour. However, he did have a twenty four point seven percent strikeout rate and a nine point four percent swinging strike rate. This one's hard to tell, I think. Mm. I, th- I think this is a smart Phillies move. Because, I mean, I think s- I like it. six it's million cheap. is not too much of a gamble. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one year. Um, low risk, high upside. And the the Phillies had a combined relief ERA of 706 last year. And barring injuries or something drastic, Bradley's not going to have an ERA of 706. So this is an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, Liam Hendricks, like I said. Liam Hendricks assigns with the um, White Sox. Nice move here for the White Sox. Liam Hendricks, a top 
um, relief pitcher for the yeah. last two years. He's actually ranked by MLB.com as the top relief pitcher in the game right now. Yeah. Um, and good reason. I don't think this is um, that um, title is badly given. Yeah. Wrongly given. Um, good fastball. Um, g- great reliever. And relievers are notoriously inconsistent. But I think Liam Hendricks is a good one. Yeah. Um, Mets got Jose Martinez. So. Yep, and back to the Hendricks for a second. That's three years, $54 million. And after that, there's a $15 million op- option. Okay. Team option. And if they decide to decline that, this is interesting, they pay him a buyout of $15 million. <laughs> and they defer over a 10-year period. So that, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But so at any at any rate, he's guaranteed um, $69 million, whether he pitches for them four years or not. Okay. But yeah, I think this is a good deal for the White Sox. Yeah, I like it. Um, thing is, you can never tell about relief pitchers. Yeah, I that's know. the problem. Yeah, you always want to be careful with relief pitchers. So that yeah, I'm not sure a three year deal is such. I a don't good like idea. predicting about. I don't like predicting relievers. So I'm just gonna say, if he keeps it up, this is a very good deal. Yeah. If he, I'm not gonna try to predict anything because. And again, kudos to the White Sox for trying to win. I like teams that try to win instead of give it up. <laughs> So, all right, as you said, Mets signed Jose Martinez. Um, it's a split contract. So that okay. means if he makes the major league roster, he'll receive a million dollars with up to 500000 in additional incentives. And then if he plays in the minors, he'll earn 225000 He's getting at least $1,225,000. No, no, at no. least $1 because incentives, so... No, he's getting at least two twenty-five. If he makes the major league roster, he'll get at least a million. No. But if he doesn't make the major league roster, the deal is worth one million, um, with five hundred thousand in incentives if he makes the majors, or two hundred twenty-five thousand in incentives if he is in the minors. Oh. So that's a one million either way, and mm. then five hundred thousand incentive if he makes the majors. Okay. So, yeah, Martinez used to be a very good hitter with the Cardinals from 2017 through 2019. He's kind of banged around a bit. Um, yeah, after being traded Rays, to the Rays, Cubs. they fl- so not, flipped him to the Cubs. He hasn't banged around too much. 0 for 22. <laughs> he had the Rays. He um, went to the Rays and Cubs. Yeah. He left the Cardinals and wasn't that great anymore. And he, he doesn't have a lot of upside because he's terrible on defense. And I'm surprised it was the Mets to pick him up rather than the American League team. Yeah, because he could have been a fit of the DH. But. Yeah. All right. Um, Corey Kluber yesterday, yesterday I believe it was, threw a bullpen session and he impressed um, scouts. From about 25 teams, apparently. Yeah. The bidding is moving quickly according to Buster only. Yep. I, th- I think Kluber is someone that the Mets could go after. Yeah. 
Um, the Mets are also, um, so they're involved in Brad Hand, too. Hmm. Um. So Brad Hand and Kluber could be a pair of pickups to finish off the season. I, I think mean, we mentioned on our Lays podcast that um, the Corey Kluber could be a good fit for the Rays. Yes, we did. I definitely don't think that he is done. Yeah. I, I think he's got a lot I left in the I think he's just got those injuries. If he can put those behind him, he's got definite high potential. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, Kluber and Hand would really nicely round off that Mets winner while still probably keeping them under the luxury tax threshold. And then Pedro Baez was signed by the Astros. To a three-year deal. And that um so pedro baez 10 million deal so two-year deal sorry yeah with a third-year club option which is 7.5 million and a two million buyout yeah i'm I'm not sure if i like this deal too much i mean baez kind of tailed off this year he's a relief pitcher yeah i'm not sure i like this for the astros Time will tell, yeah. but I think they made a stinker of a decision here. Okay. Um, Corey Niebel got a 2021 deal. Okay. Um, Voided arbitration. There's not too much left. Um, a couple rumors I do want to talk about is the Red Sox are discussing Andrew Benintendi in trade talks. Okay. Um... According to Mark Feinsand of MLB.com, a rival executive says that he would be shocked if the Red Sox don't trade Benintendi before the end of this weekend. Yeah. So Benintendi was a top prospect early on. Yeah, um, he, a few he had years a very ago. good rookie year in 2017. Yeah, and then he kind of just. Uh, I don't know if he's bad. I think he just kind of dropped off a little. Yeah, um, I, I, it's kind of baffling because he is only 26. Yeah, I don't think you could say he's bad. Yeah, he's not bad, but he's definitely not living up to his potential. He's not living up to what he showed he could do back in 2017. Um, apparently the Astros might be a um, good pseudo, and he actually would be a fit. Um... Hmm. And then maybe the Cardinals have been talked about. Yeah, they, they, they did discuss the Cardinals. And that that would be an interesting fit. I'm not so sure I like that idea. But we'll see. Okay, yeah. Um. And then there is also buzz about a Fernando Tatis extension. Yeah, that's been going around. Um. I say do it. Yeah. Petsy says huge upside. And he had yeah. a great year this year. Yeah, I'm not so sure if it's going to get done this off season, but they've got plenty of time. Julio um, Epstein, the amazing baseball executive. Oh, sorry, you want to talk about that. Yeah, just a couple more things about the Tatis thing. Okay. Um, there have been a bunch of differing reports about the Tatis extension. Um, so a couple reports have said that he's there's ink on paper 
and that he's very close to signing a deal. Others say there he's nowhere near signing a deal with the Padres. So it's kind of differing, and that's kind of interesting. Yeah. But I'm not sure whether we'll see a deal get done this offseason, but it would definitely be over the $300 million range. Yeah. Um, Theo Epstein, a great baseball executive. I agree. Um, led the Red Sox and Cubs to... World Series. Yeah. Um, and he is going to serve as a consultant for on-field matters. He is going to determine how various rule changes would affect the game. Hmm. So I hope he decides right. Like, Yeah. I really wish they didn't have it. One of the ones I hate from um, from a long time is the intentional walk. Yeah. That was a fun one. But anyway. Yeah, there's a spring training when Gary Sanchez was being intentionally walked, and he hit like the third pitch. He swung at the third pitch and homered because they were lobbing it to him. And then when they lob it, um, so if the catcher misses it, or... yeah. And there's a gun. I think some rule changes have taken a lot of life and character to this game. Yeah. It's becoming more and more sanitized, I think. Yeah. More and more. Less baseball, um, America's national pastime. Yeah. I- I'm not sure how I like how much I like all these rule changes. But. But anyway. Yeah. There's not much else to talk about, I don't think, Em. Yeah. That Um, just about wraps it up. Okay. So, we'll see you next time on the the G&M Baseball Show. episode we hope you enjoyed it don't forget if you have any questions or comments you can reach us at gm baseball show at icloud.com also we would appreciate it very much if you could rate us subscribe and tell everyone you know about our podcast for the email that's g m b a s e b a l l s h o w the symbol for at I-C-L-O-U-D dot com. GM Baseball Show at iCloud.com. We'll see you next time on the GM Baseball Show. Show.